Are you ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. John Peckman Podcast. Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. Beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge. Go one through. Go through. I keep getting very uh, twisted up. Uh, I don't. I don't care how you get here. Be like Chuck. Come from the other way. How'd you do that? I came from somewhere. I passed the building. That's right. Uh, you can have your own podcast right here in our studio. Dave will tell you how if you listen till the very, very end. Like and subscribe. Uh, come on the show with me. Recommend people. We are here today with drummer extraordinaire, Mr. Chuck Peterson. There he is. I'm here. Hey, man. Finally. finally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Finally. Yeah, we've been trying to do this. Yeah. For, yeah. For a while. Absolutely. I'm sitting on my keys. Probably for about a good six months. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? We're here. You know, things happen when they happen. At long last, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, Chuck is a drummer. He's going to tell us all about himself. Uh, what are you doing these days that we should know about drum-wise? Uh, drum-wise. I am, I teach and I do recording sessions. I do live gigs with a bunch of different people. So sure. just, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm yeah. everywhere. I have, I have my own band called the adventures of Thaddeus black. Hey, so that's cool. It's an all black rock group. Hey, it's a lot of fun. Like fishbone. Pretty much like living color. Pretty much. Yeah. Actually, yeah. those, those guys are our inspiration. Hey, so yeah, no, I hear that. Yeah. I'm a, I mean, I'm a fan of both, but particularly fishbone. Yeah. You know, fishbone soldier from way back as yes. they say. My my theme song is I wish I had a date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep cut. It deep is a deep cut. Yeah. Deep cut. Yeah, cool. Uh tell us some of the bands you're playing with. Again, I have uh I have my own band, The Adventures of Thaddeus Black. Uh I just recently joined up with Growing Giants. Um that's a Tracy's band. Tracy um Tracy Walton's that's band. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so cool. Just recently joined up with them. Cool. Um been playing with Elliot Lewis from right. Hall and Oates and live from Daryl's house hey. uh, for for a couple of years. He's doing his solo thing now, you oh, know. Cool. So he's he's yeah. doing it by himself and yeah. and he's doing really well with it. So yeah. I miss him though. You know, we yeah. we always keep in touch. And what does he play? Which one's he? He plays everything. Oh wow! Yeah, he actually he started off on drums. Oh wow! He started yeah. off as a drummer, and then um, he switched to he wound up playing keyboard and learned how to play guitar. Yeah. So now. He play he plays everything. Oh so, wow! Yeah, hey, he's that's cool. Multi instrumentalist. Who is he on the show? What, what is he usually? Whatever. He's playing. He plays the keyboards on the show. Oh okay. Yeah, he's right. he's the tall blonde dude with the glasses all, all the right. time, kind of like me. To keep an eye out. Yeah, that's cool. cool. <clears throat> but um, besides being tall and blonde, it's just the glasses really. But uh, that's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'm just whoever whoever calls me that needs yeah. that needs a drummer for a session. Um, I go and I do that. Yeah. If they need me for a gig, I go and do that. Yeah. So I'm again, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Same here. You know, the usual. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen some of your videos of, uh, uh at, at Tracy studio. Oh yeah. 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 Cutting tracks, man. You sound great. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You sound thanks. great. Yeah. No, it, I, I love, um, I love playing there. Yeah. It's a great vibe. Yeah, it is. It is. It's good. Good sound in room, you know? It just, uh, well, you know what it's like playing a, an acoustic instrument. You're, you're at the mercy of the way the room sounds. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, so I have a sound, I mean, I guess we all do. But I have a particular sound in mind of what I think the drums are supposed to sound like so I can express myself. Mm. And then when they don't sound like you think they should, it's weird because then I have to adjust. And there's something about that room. It just sounds like it's supposed to. Yeah, I know what you're talking you about. Just play. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like I'll have people send me tracks. Yeah. So I can kind of get a vibe of what the track is, mm -hmm. and then from doing that, I know which cymbals I'm going to use. Yep. I know which snare drum I'm going to use. Yeah. What size toms I'll use? That kind of thing. If I have my choice, but um, <clears throat> as far as like the toms go, anyway. Yeah. Because if they already have a drum set set up, they have that set up for a reason. Yeah. Right. 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 You know. So. So I'm at their mercy. But, but your stuff always sounds good there. Thank you. So yeah. yours. Well, anyway. <laughs> but you know what you're going to get when you get up there. Absolutely. Because the room sounds like it's supposed to. Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Cool. Um, 
Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, so take us to the beginning. So this I did not know, just mm. as a as a side. Um, I part of me wants to say why I didn't know this, but then I'm like, well, why would I? I, I didn't quite put two and two together. But we had your dad is Keith LeBlanc. Yes. Who was here uh, for two in a row because it was kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I, I thought I kind of knew. And then once I got into it, I was like, whoa, this is kind of heavy. And he kept talking about his son. And I did not know that that was... I knew you, but I did not know that that was you. Present. Yeah, no, it was so funny. And you reached out. And you're like, hey, nice interview with my dad. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Now, <laughs> yeah. now it makes sense. That's yeah. funny. That's yeah. And and you did a, you did an interview with my roommate, Matt Chersky. Oh, that, <laughs> there you go. That's right. It's all yeah. family, man. Yeah, yeah. It's all oh, family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Matt's hilarious. Did you watch, Did you see his episode? I did. Yeah, yeah. We, I had, to bu- we had to bust out of the... We needed another camera angle. <laughs> yeah, because he, he had all this. He had a plan. He yeah. showed up with that. It's so funny. <laughs> and you know him. He's so funny. He's like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, but I got this idea. I'm like, no, no, it's good. <laughs> Ideas are good. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. And he's like, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. he's, he's very it. he's very nice like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm like, of course. He's, we got to do it. He's a nice dude. Yeah, I, funny. I love that guy. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? That mm. reminds me again. I forget who else, but we're hatching another plan. I had another drummer. Uh, one of these days, this will give me an excuse. I always say this. I say the same stuff, and then I never do it. Hmm. But we can do another setup. We can do a roundtable setup, and we should have drummer roundtable. That would be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. So you're. Let's get you, Matt, me, uh, Paul Pedro. Yeah. One. So yeah, Paul. I love Paulie. All right. You know what? Let the record show. Somebody remind me that I said this, but that sounds like a that sounds like a good lineup there. And, you know, maybe maybe somebody else, maybe not. Who knows? But that would be good. Yes. You know, no, that that'd be that'd be great. It, it kind of goes back to the days of when the modern drummer magazine. Right. Did remember that. those? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Rob, yeah. Robin Flans. She used to do that. Yeah. 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 I remember those. Yeah. Oh yeah, I read all of those. Yeah, the drummers roundtable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll start we'll start our own thing. That'd be great, man. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Now that I'm realizing who all knows who, it's like, oh well, that'll be fun. That'll be easy. Yeah, it was. It was actually actually through Chersky that I was like, oh man, I should. Oh yeah, should right. Contact him. Why and, not? Because yeah. he he was on here. I was like, yeah, I know John Peckman. You yeah. Know, so yeah, I I made you know at one point when I first started doing this, I made a huge master list, and then I lost it. But you were on the list because, you know, I would cruise through Facebook and go, okay, I got to chop some wood. These are all the people. Right. And you were there. And then I kind of, I lost the list and kind of forgot. And then you would pop up and then, and I'm, okay, finally. But none of that matters now because you're here. I'm so, here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so take us to the beginning. Uh, Where did you grow up? How did you get involved in music? How did it all start? I pretty much... I grew up all over Connecticut, really. So we moved around a lot, but um, I was born in Waterbury. Okay. So Waterbury Hospital, representing. Hey, that's where I got my first vaccine. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was kind of psyched at the time when we thought it was one and done. Right. I was like, thanks, Waterbury, for saving (laughs) my life. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, Waterbury Hospital, that's that's where I I was born. And yeah, again, we lived all, we loved all over the place. We lived in Ansonia, lived mm. in Waterbury, Watertown, mm-hmm. all over. And, um, my inspiration actually came through Keith. Hey, you know, so yeah, I bet. came, came through him. I think my earliest memory was we were at a hotel and I, th- I don't know if he had to do a TV day or a session, but he had all his drums out hey. and he was changing the heads. Hey, so okay, when <laughs> when I saw those drums hanging out on the bed, I was like, hey. "That's what I want to do." I was like three or four years old. Oh, you could just see everything yeah. laid out. Yeah. And so, so I asked him. I remember asking him to buy me a drum set that day. <laughs> and he's wow. like, "Well," he goes, "I can't fit all these drums in there." So he actually bought me a guitar just so he could at least get me interested. <laughs> yeah. So my poor mother. You know, I I said, can I bring my guitar to church? She goes, sure, right. So I could play with the worship team, and yeah, yeah. So I bring it to church. I start strumming, and and then we're we're playing. The band stops playing, but I keep going. Oh boy! And so my mom's like, 
you can stop now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I wasn't allowed to bring the guitar to church anymore. Well, you learn how to play, though, pretty quick, it sounds like. No, I never knew. <laughs> I oh, never, you were just... I was whatever. just... <laughs> wrong chords and everything. Oh, okay. So I I probably mostly tipped the, tipped the guitar over and started tapping okay. on the back of it because yeah. I really wanted to play drums. Yeah. And so I wound up... I wanted to join the school band. We had moved to Southington. I wanted to join the school band in second grade, but they said, "No, you can't. You can't join until you're until you're in third grade." Oh, okay. So, is there any other activities that you want to join up with? And I said, "No, I'll wait." Wow, you're like I'm going on strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty I'm much. Just gonna do nothing. So, so when third grade hit, hey. I joined the school band. Hey, man. And and I've been. I've been playing. I mean, I've been playing since I was four, but I've been playing. So you just wait. The minute you saw those drums, you're just like, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. That's it. <laughs> I will wait. That's cool. So, That's yeah, cool. My daddy would put me on his lap. And this is what he told me. I don't remember this, yeah. but he said he put me on his lap and he would have me, he would play something. Sure. And he would have me repeat it. And he said I was able to do it. I hey, man. I don't remember this. And then my uncle, he was telling me I used to stand in front of the speaker when the record was going and I would move back and forth yeah, to yeah. the to the um to yeah. the tempo sure. of the song per- sure. perfectly. So uh, yeah. The only that. thing the only thing I remember is those little green army men. Yep. Because I, I yep. love record players. To this day I'm obsessed with records. Oh, okay. We'll talk about and that. So <laughs> so I remember this is what I remember. I remember taking those little green army men. And putting them on the record player and putting it up to the highest speed. Yeah, so they just spin off and they just zoom, <laughs> they just zip right yeah, off. Yeah. So I, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. And then you went you went to stop it, the turntable, and then you invented scratching. Yes. And exactly. You, oh hey. And oh, and hey. No, no, and find find scratches right in, <laughs> in the record. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I I uh I don't know if this is a shout out. But I was, I was, do you, all right, do you know, I went there today for the first time, it was so bizarre, a place called Uncle Joe's Records in Cromwell? I've heard of it. All right, I don't know what's going on up there, but, um, so literally, I'm from, I live in Berlin, it's Mm. on, you know, the main drag there on, in Cromwell, and right off Route 21. Okay. And yesterday I went to Dunkin' Donuts, the drive-thru, and I saw a sign that said Uncle Joe's Records. And I was like, what? A what? A a record store? So I Googled it and there's like, it's a record store. It's really, look really cool. It's like a coffee shop slash record store. And I'm like, how could this be? How do I not know about this? I'm looking at the pictures and reviews and I'm like, oh, this is going to be heavy. So I went on the way here and it was like, ridiculously hard to find like i ju- i was like is this a dream and i'm like no there's a sign and there was like excuse me like a house like a house building and it was a barber shop and you had to drive around like there was no way you could find it oh wow okay. it was around the back i'm like is this real <laughs> and i look and it said online that they were open and i get up and the the sign on the door said monday tuesday wednesday close and i'm like oh well And it looks like, and I go up and the door opens and I'm just like, is this real? And I go in and it was super clean, really neat. It was like a young girl working there who didn't say a word, which was fine. This is a theme with me lately. (laughs) Come on, kids. You got to at least. Right. And, um, but it was like the barbershop was over on the other side of the building and there was no, I was like, who's in charge here? Like, I don't understand. Right. But it's like home alone. It's like. All kids, no parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But it was a, they had a lot of, a lot of a lot. They had a lot of new, <clears throat> but they had a lot of old. Um, kind of m- maybe pricey, maybe not. But I was amazed. I was like, oh, this is a real, a real spot. And then, yeah, there's there's a lot of places. There's like Red Scroll. Oh sure, yeah. records. Yep. Uh, there's a I forgot the name of it. The place in Canton they sell vinyl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Trading Post out out back. I think is that what it is. I I don't remember. All right, all right I gotta but, get up uh, there. But yeah, no, they it's it's great. It's like oh. yeah, oh yeah. No, it's crazy. My my thing is um. I mean, I get uh, it's I I couldn't bore you. We don't have enough time. I I I like bizarre. 
I get it. I, I look for the dollar racks. <laughs> I go to the thrift racks. You know, yeah. I, I don't care about a $15 mint right, pressing right. I, of something, I said, whatever. I want the weird stuff. And the thing that I discovered, they do this at Red Scroll. They did this at this place too. Is their, their you know, $1, $5 budget racks. They put down, they make it really hard for you to get. Oh yeah, through. you got to get down like. Yeah, so it's painful. And, yeah. It's pain. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I do at Red Scroll. I'm like, it's like deep sea diving. I'm like, okay, go. And I crouch down and try and get through as many as I can until my legs start burning and I have to right. stand up. And right. I'm like, because they don't make it easy. No. Why would they? And they're, it's packed so tight that you can't even, you have to take some out. And it's like this yeah, whole thing. You should thing. bring some of your short friends where it's not as not as difficult for them. And I was thinking of bringing a stool, but they probably <laughs> would be like, no, you can't. You can't do that. You, you know, you, it's got to be difficult. Like a little scooter. Right. But, but this place did that too. It was like all the, I was like, what's under here? Are these? And she's like, those are the bargain. And I'm like, oh, so there I was crouched down. Right. Like an idiot. But I found, um. What did I get today? I got a Sam Cooke record from the 50s. It was one of the earliest RCA. Uh, he was still, they were singing standards, and it was a first pressing. Oh, wow. Five bucks. I'm like, and it was stereo. And I'm like, I, I'll have this. And I forget what else I got. I got a couple of No Nukes concert in 1979. It was like a three record set with all wow. photos of, and I was like, yeah, well, yeah. And, Mad Dogs and Englishmen, a Joe Cocker record, but it's a giant open, right, all right. photos. Five bucks, take it, take it. No, I got some stuff. That's crazy. What do you look for? Man, I look for anything I can. I just, yeah, yeah. you know, if I see something that catches my eye, like I wanted to get the Thundercat Drunk album, but hey. that was that was expensive. Was oh, like, really? Yeah. yeah. But, um, I think I got a George Benson record, the one with uh, "Lady Love Me" on oh, yeah. it. It's one of my one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. Still yeah. is till this day. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. Um, so I, I bought that record and found out that uh, one of my friends wrote a song for George Benson on that oh, on hey. that particular record, Adam Falcon. Hey, so, and you didn't know it at the time. I didn't know it at hey, the man. time. You know, so it was like Killer. it was cool to it was cool to see that. I was like, oh, nice. That's you know, cool. I knew I knew he worked with George, but I didn't know what record, and it happened to be the one Boom. that my favorite George Benson song was on. Hey, man. You know, so. so it's like a one stop. Yeah, that's killer. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, Red Squirrel's awesome. I I, I got a they. This place was a little. Um, I mean, it was kind of cool, but it wasn't laid out in categories. It was just alphabetical everything. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of cool because you can take your time and chill. But Red Squirrel is like expertly curated like i i was i was getting into um i gotta stop talking about me <laughs> I, I, I was i was getting into dulcimer when we, we came out of we were in lockdown i decided i was going to play this wacky instrument and then i'm like i want to get some old i want to get some records and i literally in berlin i got up off the couch i drove down to red scroll and i went to the folk section and i scored five dulcimer records just nice. boom for like three dollars each or whatever just boom 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 okay and then i went back home i was like they had exactly like you think Red Scroll. They're into metal or they're into. They have no, nothing. no. They have everything, everything. there. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So I go into the folk racks and I'm just like, okay, perfect. This is exactly what I need. Went right home and started learning songs off the record. So, shout out to Red Scroll. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll see about uh, Uncle Joe or whatever. It was nice. It was a nice store. It was clean. That's awesome. But yeah. Anyway, huh. um, then what? You're drumming now. I'm drumming, so um, so now, you know, drumming in the high school band, um, which was, you know, I drummed drummed in the elementary school band. <laughs> first, the first song the third graders had to play by ourselves was "Puff the Magic Dragon." That hey. was the longest three minutes of my life. A song about marijuana. Yeah, so <laughs> we had to we had to play it painfully slow. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, let yeah, this be over. Yeah. And my mom, my mom is, I'm trying not to crack up because she's there with the camera taking pictures, making funny faces, like popping up out of nowhere, just like, ding, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. This, this song needs to end right now. That's you know? what moms are for. Yeah. But, uh, I guess <clears throat> for me, it was a little bit cheesy because growing up, you know, I was listening to weather report. Yeah. You sure, know, I was listening sure, sure. to Mahavishnu orchestra. And, you know, I mean, yeah. I was listening to everything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But You're those, waiting. 
yeah, those records were standing out to me, and here I am. Dun, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I was well, like, what is this? Well, you you're know? ahead of it. Like you say, you're ahead of everybody. You got to wait. Well, you got to wait for them to catch up. Yeah, and and that was that was due that was due to my dad because he yeah. was he was playing all that stuff, right? You know, right. and yeah. um, so so it was great to get to meet some of those drummers that played on that stuff. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah. it was quite quite awesome. But uh, yeah, so you know, I played throughout junior high school. High school. Um, this is in Southington? Well, no, no. Or wherever. Junior high school was in Middletown. Okay. And high school is in Meriden Platt High School. Oh, okay. So yeah. shout out to Mr. Peters, hey. who uh, he passed away our junior year, but he was oh. he was one of the greatest, just one of the greatest dudes ever, you cool. know, so made that band feel like a family. Yeah, I grew up in Wallingford, so I didn't know that system, but we, yeah. all, ha- we all have them. Yeah. That's yep. yeah. And And so... So after high school, I went to, to college for sound recording. That didn't work out for me too well because I like performing. Hey, so where did you go? <clears throat> I went to University of New Haven. Oh, in West Haven. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. And so, but yeah, I like I like being on the drums. I like playing. I like performing. I like recording. You know, just being the guy on the instrument. Yeah. And so I kind of abandoned the whole sound it, thing, and it, you must learn something though. It's got to be helpful. I. I learned how much money I have to pay for college. Oh boy! <laughs> um, no, college school was never my. I wasn't great at school. Yeah, yeah. I was neither. I wasn't great at any type of schooling at all. I I always got horrible grades. I needed special help. And um, what made you? Uh, why did you think uh, that that was going to be the thing? It just at the moment. What uh, engineering? Oh, because I, well, technically, I didn't want to go to college. Yeah. I was pretty much. I pretty much had to. It's like, no, you have to go to college. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to go to college, yeah, I'm. But not have... drumming. That didn't. <clears throat> no, well, I did apply at Berkeley. Okay. I applied at Berkeley, and I actually got in. Hey. But there was a guy that I knew. Um, he's dead now, but he he discouraged me from going. He goes, oh, I went there. You'll never make it. You're not good enough. So I was like, okay. Oh. You know, so I I didn't go. You, you know? think he was right or no? Uh, knowing there's parts, what you know, there's parts of me that is glad I didn't go mm. because I know people that come out of some people that come out of there, they're very like regimented and how music should be written and played and, okay. and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to be like that. I wanted to. So it's kind of a good thing. Yeah. It was, it was a blessing. Yeah. And, um, that's cool. But I also wonder, okay, what would have happened if I went, because I probably would have gotten picked up and gone on tour with somebody and all that stuff. But I think, I think God had me on a path where sure. I needed to be on to heal from a lot of things before mm. I was able to do what I was supposed to do. And because I probably would have screwed everything up. And yeah, right. I'd right. be doing something I don't want to do, be miserable and angry old man. Gotcha. You know? So, <clears throat> so I was bitter and angry in my 20s, and now I'm like happy in my 40s. <laughs> oh, that's and cool. So Where do you hit your fifties? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just I just turned forty five on oh, this hey. past Wednesday, yeah. so I'll I'll be there in five years. Yeah, man. yeah, I'll be there in five years. So, yeah. um, but no, life life is great right now. I may not be where I want to be, but I know I'm supposed to be where I am. Yeah, I'm supposed yeah. to be, and uh, I know it'll you know things will get better and pick up. Yeah. So I'm just where working do you wanna, hard. Where do you want to be? Uh. I'd like to make more money. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I like to be, I like to be constantly busy, yeah. um, you know, doing studio stuff, yep. you know, yep. touring with my band yep. and, and whatnot. So, so just more. Yeah, just more, more of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm doing it and I love it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. just want to do more of it and yeah. put more money in the bank account. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, hopefully that'll happen. Yeah. You feel like you can do, I guess, does it matter anymore where you are? I mean, I was gonna I say, do you think you can do it here? But it's not like it used to be. I don't. I don't think it matters because yeah. I've I've cut records for right. while here, right. while in Connecticut, I've cut records for people in Los Angeles. Sure. I've cut records for people in um, in Arizona, sure. in upstate New York. So, right. and I've done I've done some travel. Like I, I this past March, I was actually down in Nashville to do a recording session down there. Hey, Amen. You know, so. Pretty cool. Mm, you know, if people say, oh, yeah, we want you to come and travel. You know, I'll do it. But right. I mean, I've, I think I've always wanted to move to L.A. Yeah. But everybody's leaving L.A. 
you know? Yeah. And so it seems like it, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah. It seems yeah. like a mass, a mass exodus. Yeah. With, with that. Is you that, know? is that what's going on? I think cause I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people They're They're now in Nashville. You know? I see. They're, you know, so I guess it just happens, right? Things start to, they ping pong around. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know why, you know, it's like, well, if everybody's leaving Los Angeles, maybe if I move out there, I'll get all the work. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah. how I see it. But no, there, there are still quite a few people there, but I just see like, um, yeah. you know, a lot of people there leaving LA and moving somewhere else Yeah, and they can still, they can still do, still be in right. the music scene. You know, Matt, do you know Matt Starr? I know Matt. I do, but kind of I don't. He, he, um, when I was in college, he was actually one of my recording projects. Oh, his his band. Oh wow! So he oh, was, that's cool. Yeah, he was wow. playing. He was playing guitar at the time. Yeah, the Flames. He, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah. 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 And so, um, oh, that's funny. Re- recorded a great song, and <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so no, he Matt. Matt's a great, great dude. Yeah. I haven't I haven't talked to him since, but I've seen him. You know, I've seen yeah. him on videos. You know, yeah. at Tracy Studio yeah. and all that stuff. Well, that's his thing. It's like yeah. he he w- went to L.A. and got everything kind of up and running. And then and I mean, I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but it's like he came back here, yeah, and is working because he mm-hmm. can work from wherever, right? So it's like, well, I want to be near my family. You know, now that mm-hmm. I got enough, you know, he got enough things up and running. Yeah, I don't have to be. Well, I mean, he was in L.A. for years, kind of getting it, getting it going, getting yeah. it going. But yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't think it r- really, yeah. I don't think it really matters, mm. you know. But um, you like LA, I, I do. Yeah, I, I've only been there once, so I, I've been there a few times. I actually, I took, actually spent two weeks out there, okay. and and I was like, oh, this is this is great. But you know, I think, <clears throat> I think again, I wanted to get out of Connecticut to escape. Yeah, but. Again, with a lot of personal healing that I'm doing and <clears throat> realizing who my true friends are yeah. and sticking close to them is changing my heart and my mind a little bit mm-hmm. and be like, oh, well, I don't necessarily. I don't need to have, run. Right. Yeah. I can I can stay planted where I'm at. But if I feel the need to, to really absolutely leave, uh, I'll do it. But I haven't, I haven't felt that just yet, you know? Well, you know, if Chersky doesn't. Stop hassling you where you live. You might have to <laughs> might have to run away from. from I'm just kidding. I have no idea. No, is, is that like an odd couple type scenario? Who's who? Are you guys? Everything's it works. Everything works, man. Because we're yeah. both. Well, you're adults. I mean, he's an adult. That too. Yeah. But we're both like chill people. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, so yeah. he's not like fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. He's not like, be like oh. this. He goes. He goes. Oh, he's just. Just a reminder, you know, yeah, yeah. he's, he's very, he's very cool about it, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, and those are the type of people I get along with is people who's like, Oh, you know, just, and, right. and Elliot Lewis is like that, oh, you know, yeah. working for him, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and instead of, instead of being like, Oh, I don't like the way you did this. I need you to do it. Yeah, yeah. He's not like that. He goes, Hey man, you sound great. Yeah. But yeah. can you try? Yeah. Sure. Can you try this? Sure. Sure. You know, so it's just like, well, it, don't you think it goes a long way when, when, it, sorry, I mean, when, when, when it's someone that you respect though, musically, it's easier to take direction because you're just like, oh, I would be curious to hear what they, how they think something should be. It's all, almost like a learning process where you're like, um, oh, okay. You know? I never, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, I think for me, it's more. It's more of your approach. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've done I've done um I've done gigs where people have approached me in a nasty way. Sure. And, we all have. And and there's like this rebel in me that wants to be like Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna do it. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you know, I'm you know, I'm getting paid, so it's like, okay, yeah, sure. sure. But but it's my decision whether I'm gonna work with them again or not. Right. Oh yeah, you got that right. You know? So, so that's, that's what it comes down to. So, you know, you know, if they're nasty to me, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, you yeah. know, yeah. I'll take it in stride. Cross this off the list. Right. But yeah. it's like, if they call me again, I don't yeah. have to do it. Yeah. You know, it's my choice. Yeah. I hear you. So, yeah. Well, like you say, you, you got to get to the point where 
if you have to take, because uh, we've all been there. I mean, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I probably will be there again. When you have to take all the work that you can. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to mm-hmm. grin and bear it. Pretty much. Yep. But hopefully if you get to the point where, you know, like my thing is lately, I just don't really want to do anything unless it's better than things I've done before. I hear you. And then, so you just kind of like shut the door a little bit and then, but then better things are kind of coming through and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Not as much of it, but that's okay too. Yeah. Just like, all right. Again, it depends, for me, it depends on, you know, how, how jovial the person is. If, you know, if they're, if they say, hey Chuck, I got this gig for you, it's, you know, the, you know, it's at a crappy bar or whatever, but they're really nice people. Yeah, sure. It's like, man, yeah, I'll do it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like who you are as a person. Yeah, you know, right, and, right, right. And we're having fun. Sure, you know, I want, sure. I want what I'm doing. It doesn't matter if it's something where, you know, it may be. I hate saying this, but yeah. this is where, where, they're I'm not playing with the best musicians. Yeah. You know, but if they're awesome people and we're having fun. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll do it because sure, sure, sure. because sure. it's like. Sure. I'm having a good time. And that's that's why I got into music in the first place is because gotcha. it's I want it to be fun. I want to go back to that yeah. childhood love of music. Yeah. But if you're gonna start putting pressure on me about stuff and yeah, like, that's oh, no I fun. Even, you know, and and be rude about it and be mean about it, yeah. then you know, but like you said, it, you know, if <clears throat> sometimes we have to grin and bear it. And so so sometimes I have to and I do, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I just you know, I just kinda Put a smile on my face and say, "Yeah, man, I'll do it." You know, yeah. and, you know, and you know, it'll be fun, and and I and I make the best of it. Yeah, you know, sure. I, you know, that's, I smile, right. I laugh, even when, if I make a mistake. You know, I <laughs> I just I just laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where before, you know, if I made a mistake, I'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah, get away from me." Yeah, I yeah, yeah. suck. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but now I'm just kind of like, <laughs> "Oh well." Yeah, yeah, or just make the same mistake over and over. That's usually yeah, what I do. I do that too. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, I meant to do it the yeah, first time. You know, exactly. it may sound like a mistake, but it wasn't. Listen to how brilliant that is. Beautiful. You know, yeah. so I just, you know, I just try to approach things in a, in a more positive way than I used to. Yeah. And, um, and just be, you know, and just be courteous and kind and, you know, cause this world is a cold, cruel, hard place. And <laughs> I don't, and I don't want to contribute to that. Yeah. I want to contribute to. I hear that. To kindness. Yeah. You know. No, I think that's. Sounds good to me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, who are, uh, all right. So you're, you're not interested in the engineering end of it. And then it was it then that you kind of started playing more actively. Like at that point you're like, okay, I got to get it together. Yeah. Pretty kind of <clears throat> pretty like much. That. Yeah. I, um, I was, I got hooked up with, um, with Jamie Stark. Jamie Starchild, Jamie Brennan McDonald. Oh yeah, um, we were we were in a band together. Oh cool. And so that that was kind of like the catalyst for me that really kicked off. Yeah. Okay, this is what I want to yeah. do. You know, this is what I want to do for a living. Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah. so it was that, and um, and then moved on to moved on to other bands, mm. and started getting started getting recording sessions. Yeah. So, you know, just I I've. I don't know how I got into the whole recording thing because I remember my first recording I did. Uh-oh. I must have been like seventeen or eighteen years old, and oh and I was just like, "Yeah, this is not my thing. I'm more of a live drummer because I couldn't play to a click at the time." Oh yeah, you know. So yeah, my dad was brilliant, <clears throat> and he knew I couldn't play to a click. So he goes, "Oh, he goes, you know, what you should do. You have really fun with it." I go, "What?" He goes, "Practice to records." Yeah, sure. And that's all he said. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We so talked about that. I yeah. was like, yeah. "Okay." Yeah. You know, so yeah. I started practicing the records. Right. And yeah. um and then the next thing I know for I don't know what I had to I had to play to a click for something and suddenly I could play to a click. Right. And I was like, yeah. That sneaky son. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. No, he's cuz yeah. cuz I figured out what he was doing. He's like, this is, you know, if, this yeah. is a great way to play to a click without playing to a click. Right, right, you know, right. Um, real quick, I, I don't know if it was like this for you. I realize how lucky I got. If I have said this before in other interviews, I'm sorry. I'll try to speed past it, but that's what I did too. I didn't know what a click was. Yeah. Um, but when I was young, 
I got the, one of the records in the house that just happened to be laying around when I decided to really start banging on drums was the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Mm, that was, okay. I was all about it. Yeah. So I would just play to all the songs and you realize that like, well, they cut those to a click. You know, I was playing a ten, there was like a nine minute version of Disco Inferno or something. Yeah. I would just play and, along to that. And I think, um, and it stay, I think Staying Alive is actually a drum machine. Yeah, it very well could be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, cause I heard the story cause there was a drummer that the Bee Gees hired to, and he wasn't available. Oh boy. So, <laughs> so I think they wound up getting a drum machine right, to, right. to, to do the track. Yeah. You know? But like you say, just to, to lock right along to it, yeah. I realized, well, okay, like you say, I'm playing to a click, but not. Right, and I got lucky. I mean, I'm not trying to diss anybody, but like if I if I only did that to like you know like a ru to Rush Records or something, mm. I wouldn't develop that sense of just pocket, 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 right. pocket. Right, and that was just from that that one record, and then everything had to have that kind of pocket to it in order for me to like really feel comfortable with it. You know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. You get lucky. Yeah, yeah no, your dad's a, he's a smart guy. He's a very smart guy. And then you learn how to fit. Too like we were talking. I was talking. We were talking about that when he was here. Mm -hmm. When you play the records, you, you you know how to make it sound right too. Yeah, know? because you're set it you're, just to a click. Yeah, you're trying to understand why whoever is drumming on it, why they played it the way they did. Right. Right. You know. Right. By playing it exactly, it was like why did and you can feel it. Ah, I get it. Yeah. You know, and then what you wouldn't learn from playing just to a click. Right. So when when I actually started recording. Uh, doing recording sessions for people and I would hear a tune. I'm like, okay, I could approach it this way yeah, or I could approach it this way or I, you know, so I would do different takes to see which one sounds best. And, and before I have everything like planned out in my head, how am I going to play? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and I want to doing 20 takes. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm yeah. going to concentrate on the feel of the song and what I'm feeling at that moment and not focus on what feel I'm going to do unless you know, it's right. needed, you know, so I've learned to kind of just let go. Yeah. And just kind of, yeah. just kind of play by feel or, um, in, in just recent years, you know, I've, you know, I, I learned how to read music, Hey, you know, drunk, cool. you know, just playing in an orchestra and all yeah. that stuff that, that kind of, <clears throat> that, cause I wanted to do it. And I was like, when I joined the orchestra, I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. But then I was <laughs> like, well, the only way to do it is to do it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah sink yeah, or swim, right, right. you know? Yeah. So, um, so that helped me tremendously because then I'm writing it out. I'm seeing what I'm going to play. Right. And I'm like, Oh, the, and it also saved my butt a few times, hey. you know, by, by doing that. You yeah. Know? Cause there was a record I had to cut for an artist out in Los Angeles named Elf Queen. Okay. And I had to cut 17 songs Ooh. for, what they did was they, it wasn't for that one record. They made two records out of that. Okay. But I had to record yeah, them yeah. All, all at once. And there's a yeah. lot of stops. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of hits. Chart that out. So yeah. I had to write the charts and, and, and it, it saved me. I was like, okay. So yeah, I was man. able to get them down and, you know, yeah. one or two takes. I mean, I would woodshed them at home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And because if there was something I didn't like, I was like, oh, let me not do yeah, that yeah, here. Yeah. Let me do this here. Blah, 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 blah. So by doing that, by charting it out, you know, I was able to boom. Well, you know, as a, as a teacher, and we'll talk about your teaching, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I always tell my kids, like, I could play by ear pretty well. You know, I got, I got kind of far along, just like I had some sort of something or other. But I did learn when I got through school and they taught me how to read, it kind of made that other stuff make a little bit more sense. Mm. So I always try to tell my kids, I mean, obviously, if you have a student that it's going to totally mess with their mind, I go, you know, don't worry about it. But speaking from experience, it sounds like you're saying the same thing is like, it can help if you understand just because the system of, of musical notation, it exists already. Just use it to your advantage. Right. In, in other words, it doesn't change the way you play. No, it doesn't have to. But in a case like this, like you say, if you got to chart out 17 tunes, there's no way I can memorize them. But that's what I say. I go, don't, you know, don't rely only on your memory because yeah. eventually you're going to tap out. But right. You can at least just kind of give yourself a re refresher. So, yeah, I encourage stu students to read not only, 
but also yeah there's a i've i've heard drummers drummers say this there's that fear of well if i learn how to read that if i if i start reading on a gig then i'll lose the feel no and i was and i was like no you no. you don't you you put that same feel in there yeah. and you're just reading it Right, you know, yeah, yeah. The notes you're, don't tell you. Yeah, you're, you're, the notes don't tell you the feel. Like sometimes, you know, when they hand me a score for you know for the orchestra, yeah, I see the groove. Was like, okay, this could be played in many different ways. Yeah, the conductor's so I gotta, gonna give you the. Groove. Yeah, I gotta hear how how the tune is in order for me to know what the right thing to play is. Right, you know, so right, right. the notes are just what, not how. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless it says on the top swing, it's like. Okay, I got the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but if it doesn't, then it's like, okay, let me, yeah. let me wait until. So no, you don't. You're. It doesn't dictate how you should how you should play it. You right. know, feel wise. Right. It just tells right. you what notes to play. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think if if you if you don't know, like if you're new and you don't know that, you think it's either or. Like you say, either you're you're. You're someone who plays from reading or someone who doesn't. It's like, no, no, you could, I could, I've never, oh, well, I shouldn't say never, but I don't usually read on a gig or on a session. Oh, I've done that. But, I've, I've, I mean, I can, yeah. but, but it's nice to know that like, I, you know, I did the same thing like, playing with somebody. I had to shed, you know, 30 something tunes for, you know, the gigs in a month. I got to learn, you know, right. and I charted them all out, you know, and it's like, well, that's cool. Cause otherwise I wouldn't be able to. Especially yeah. now that I'm all old and everything, I can't fit all that up here. Well, yeah, for for me, it's um, there's so much music I got to do. There's yeah. no way I can memorize. Right, right. Every, everything right. would start getting jumbled. It's like, okay, I'll be playing on stage if, if I have food on me. You know, I'll <laughs> I'll be eating a drumstick while I'm playing with a French fry. You, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's that's how my brain would go. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So yeah. so writing, you know, writing the charts yeah. for me and reading them helps. And I've I've had to do a gig where I had to no rehearsal. I had to read on the gig Ooh. because they called me like on a Tuesday. Hey, I need you to do this gig on Friday. Can oh, you do boy. it? I'm like, yeah, send me the tunes. I'll write charts and wow. staying up until four in the morning, writing the charts and then playing yeah. along with it and then get to the gig. And I'm, I said, you don't mind if I read on the gig. Do you? It's like, no, no, I know this is like short notice. So I had my, had my charts on there and yeah. I'm yeah. playing and yeah. yeah. So it was just, it was, Whatever it takes. Yeah, and it's like, man, it sounds like you guys have been playing for years. How long have you been playing together? Um, now. Today. Yeah, we've been playing now, this yeah. long. Three songs in. We've pretty, been playing for three songs. Yeah, so pretty much. So. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I hear you. No, I've been there. I've been there. And so, and it and it helps, again, when you have to cut a lot of records and people are asking you to do sessions, you know, it's like, okay, you know, let me write. Let me sit and write charts and, and I can charge more. A, you know, yeah, because I'm, you're an expert. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I'm doing the work at home, you know, so it's yeah. like, but I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not like, well, it's going to cost you like two grand. For, right. You know, right. I'm not like that. No, I just, of course you not. know, I, I try to be, I try to be fair, you know, but I do have to account for my time that I'm sure. doing the work at home too. Of course. You know, and yeah. not just in the studio. I hear you. So, I hear you. Um, Just a little lesson for you uh, aspiring a, musicians who want to work. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, talk about your teaching real quick. So I'm, I'm actually, I just came from teaching. I'm cool. supporting the rock house. Yeah. Music. School yeah. I know John from, I'll tell you, know, the John story. I'll t go ahead. <laughs> I don't I've told, I've told it before. <laughs> no, the, the McCarthy's man, they're yeah. great. And being at that school is like family, but yeah, I've been, I've actually been teaching for over 20 something years, Wow, you know, that's and, awesome. Um, <clears throat> At JC Music, sometimes yep. you know, I yep. I was a student there when I was fifteen. Hey, so. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Full then circle. and yeah, and then was teaching there for a little bit, and then um, but deeply involved with with Rock House. Yeah, and and I have private students, so yeah, you know, I I teach them everything from you know proper hand technique and you know the way sure. how to sit at the drum set, yep. you know, which is stuff that my dad taught me. Yeah. And, in my hand technique, I actually, God bless him. Yeah. Uh, I got a lesson from Chad Wackerman when I Ooh. went to LA, oh boy. you know, about, you know, about hand technique. And yeah. so he, he kind of opened my mind up wow. to how to, yeah. how to play. And because That's before when I was playing after 45 minutes, I was done. Oh, interesting. like I couldn't wow. do fills, you know, like rolls wow. or anything. So he, huh. he helped me. That's cool. He helped me to to develop 
my hands a little bit more and to play a little bit more relaxed. And so I can play for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Without, yeah. without any problems now. Wow. You know, so he hey, was, that's cool. Yeah. He was a huge help. Wow. My dad was a huge help on how I sit at the drums. Yeah. And, yeah. and pretty much, pretty much the start of setting up my drums ergonomically. Yeah. 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 Ergonomically. Yeah. 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 And, um, so I've been very interested in that, and, and I took the whole pandemic, yeah, the yeah, shutdown yeah. to like yeah, discover discover that. So that's stuff that I'll teach my students. That's I'll cool. Teach them. I'll teach them how to read. I'll work out of the yeah. stick control book. Yeah. Uh, the syncopation book, and yeah. have them play grif- different grooves yeah. with syncopation. Oh boy. And then, um, and then we'll we'll play the songs. Yeah. You know, yeah, just yeah. so they could have some fun time. Sure. And learn sure. how to play play with a song, learn how to play with a band, kind of like going back to the yeah, play yeah. along with records. Yeah. 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 Click. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, kind of yeah. thing, but they don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do <laughs> now. They do now. <laughs> I won't tell any of my students to listen to this podcast. Yeah. 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 I won't tell them. <laughs> um, and so, so I try to, you know, I try to teach them different types of music. Yeah. You know, for sure. Cause I, I that's how I grew. I grew yeah. up. And if you want to be a musician, working musician, you know, it's important to yep. to learn all different types of agreed, all different types of music, yeah. and it can be fun. Like I get bored playing one style. Yeah, yeah, I do too. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah you got to have it all. Yeah. Um. All right, the quick the quick John McCarthy story. Yes. So, I I don't know I don't remember how long ago this was. John would know. Yeah, ask him. Um. Oh, I will too. Yeah, I know. Vic's, we bust we bust each other's stones all the time. So Vic Steffens. Yes. Studio. All right. I know Vic. Yeah. Vic yeah. calls me up one day. Can you play Sissy Strut? I said, yeah, I think so. You know, sure. He goes, can you play Sissy Strut tomorrow at nine in the morning? I said, down here. I said, sure. What? And he goes, can you play it with Leo from the meters? I said, wow. I guess. Sure. All right. You know, <laughs> so he goes, so John made a video. This is back in the day. I don't know how long ago it was. Yeah. But when he was making videos, he did a, uh, a Leo from the meters uh, instructional video. And he just needed okay. musical bed. So, you know, he could roll the music and then Leo could demonstrate on top of it. So we're going to play like three or four tunes minus guitar or whatever. I, uh, yeah. He's plays guitar. So yeah. Anyway. So I'm like, yeah, all right. So I'm like a little nervous. Cause I'm just like, this is the dude. You right. know, it's like, like, do I have to play exactly like it, Zigaboo did or what? Which, because, you know, hello. You know, right. I'm not Zigaboo. Um, and I show up at the session. Everything's cool. You know, all right, cool. Let's do your thing. And for whatever reason, the way Vic had the drums set up at that time, the drums were 100%. I was sitting with my back to the glass. So I couldn't even see. Leo was in the control oh. room playing. So I did, <laughs> had, didn't even, you know, like at least you could tell if we're vibing right. or whatever. But I'm just sitting there and Leo's in there. And, you know, as usual, I just said, you know, do you want me to... I don't even, you know, I got to be honest. I don't even think I knew how to actually play Wait. it then. I knew how to do my whack ass. And he goes, no, nah, just do your thing. I'm just like, okay. And, it, but it's like, you know, okay, let's see. He's going to play Sissy Strut. He's playing, I don't remember, but he played bass or guitar with just the two of us. And we start playing and I have no clue. You know, I'm like, I'm trying my best. I feel like, yeah, it's all a, right. You know, I kind of get beat. it. Yeah. And I'm doing my thing, and then, you know, Vic has this habit of, like, doesn't, not a lot of talk back right away. So, like, we run through the track, and it's just like, just dead silence, you know? And, and, I'm, and I'm just, like, sitting I, I, there. I know where like, you're going What is going on behind I, I my back? Is Leo, like, get this kid out of here or whatever? <laughs> and then, you know, Vic just after, sounds good, come on in. You know, just, like, <laughs> and, um, and Leo was cool. He was like, oh, you sound fine. Right, okay right. i don't know you know i don't think he was like oh man this guy's great but i talk about nerve-wracking you know like oh, the one course. time i'm playing with the source of the thing and i can't even tell you know even if i just saw body language i'd be like okay i need to lay back i need to right. no clue no at all clue. the wow. back of my neck is burning i'm like what is going on back there <laughs> and uh anyway but vic said uh, you know i laughed and everything and, and he vic called me the next day and said he loved you Oh, okay, great. Nice. God. But I mean, I was like nervous. Like couldn't I thought, sleep. Yeah, yeah, I ruined it. I ruined, uh, I thought I ruined it. And then I finally, you know, one day saw the video and Leo's like, all right, now I'm going to demonstrate. And when the track starts with a drum vamp and he was kind of, 
And I was like, oh, okay. At least he, <laughs> you know, he was kind of like, you know, I could tell he dug it. So I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, because you don't want to go down in history as the guy that made Leo be like, nah, get this kid out of here. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. But that's that was John set me up for that one. Oh, like, no, John's a good John's yeah. a good dude. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got to play a sissy strut in, oh, yeah. at the Baked Potato. Oh, hey. In LA. Oh, you, you win. Yeah, that's awesome. So they were like, oh, do you know this dude? I'm like, no, not familiar. He's like, oh, well, what do you, what do you, it's like, I, I can follow. It's like, no, there's a lot of changes, a lot of time. You know, if you don't know it, you can't play. It's yeah. like, what do you know? I said, let me give him something fun. Said, let me give him something yeah. East Coast funk, you know, whatever. Yeah, we all and, know our, but our right. Yeah. So I said, let's do Sissy Strut, you know, oh, and, boy. and everybody was, everybody dug it, you hey, know, man. so. It was, it was great. Well, we never, I mean, you know, I mean, it's got to be, you got to recognize, I would think, as a certain level of drummer or musician. Now, that's like one of those things you're saying, like, y you could even learn the pattern and zig is zig. You're never, right. so exactly. it's just like, just do your thing. And that's know? what I did. Like, I didn't play right. exactly like he did. I just got, how can you? You know, I just, I just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's just, a good example. Because, yeah, you could, like I say, you could learn it note for note. Yeah. And it ain't never going to be. Right. Um, it's always yeah. good to make things your own. Yeah, well, you know? there's nobody like you. Exactly. Like the one person, you know. Exactly. Um, all right. I don't want to run out of time. No problem. Um, uh, Desert Island albums. A few that would could define you for us. Just, you My know, gosh. off the top of your head. Desert Island. One of them would have, going back to Fishbone... Give a monkey a brain and he'll swear he's the center. Now, of the see, that is my favorite too. Yeah. You, why is it your favorite? I love it because there's so many different styles of That's music right. on there. That's right. You know, you got That's punk, correct you answer. got funk, you got rock, you got soul. It's got everything on there. And they were never, because they're kind of breaking apart. So everybody's digging in. Yeah. So like Norwood is like straight funk. Yeah. Uh, Kenwood is like metal. Right. Like metal, metal. Like yeah, the first two songs like Swim oh, and oh, Servitude. Yeah. Oh, geez. Servitude's one of my favorite drum yeah. tracks of all time. Just that like, one and in uh, the rain. Yeah. I, I love that song. Me too. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah. yeah. And so metal AF, as the kids say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And an, another one would have to be. Uh, there's two other ones. Uh, I have a bunch of them, yeah, but yeah, these yeah. are the ones that are coming yeah. to mind. One is uh, Jing Chi, which is uh, which is uh, uh, live at Yoshi's, which is Vinnie Caliuta, Jimmy Haslip, Robin Ford. Oh, brother! Yeah, okay, yeah. great record. <laughs> yeah, and then um, and then and then there's a super group called Hardware. No. Okay, they know. only did one record. I wish they did more, but it was uh, Stevie Salas on oh, guitar and vocal. Yeah, sure. Buddy Miles on drums. How and old vocals. is this? This is 91 or 92. Oh. And Bootsy Collins on bass. Oh, brother. Mm. Killer. Yeah. Killer record. I don't want to, um, I just, I don't want to be ignorant. I, I did not, I did not realize, but I did the, I did the Keith LeBlanc deep dive. Mm. Dude. So, Tackhead. Yes. There was a later one. There's a version of them doing Higher Ground. That is. Yes. Bad ass. I'm oh, like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. That is some seriously funky playing. Like those, those guys are masters. I'm like these you, you're talking about you're talking about it's guys fast who, and funky and everything is slotted. I'm like, man, these are grown ups right here. Yeah, like, you, you have you have to remember they had to when they were real. in the Sugar Hill days, they had to cut everything in one take because there's people waiting to steal their jobs. Right. That's what you you're know? saying. And so there's some serious playing. So you know, same thing same thing with Toto. You know, when I saw them live, right. Like I, I knew they were great. I yeah, yeah. you know, that's why they're yeah. Some of my favorite musicians, yeah. but when I saw them live, I was like, "Is this Simon Phillips?" Ooh. No, it was uh, Shannon Forrest. Oh, okay. on drums. Yeah, I want to see the new lineup with um, uh, what's his name? I don't know. I can't think. From from Ghost Note, the drummer from Ghost Note. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 that guy. <laughs> I can't think. Somebody. Yeah, I can't think think of his name, but right. uh, he's he's yeah badass man. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so yeah, those guys, they, you know, when I saw Total Live, I was just like, these cats are serious. You know, they are like, the, and, yeah. And it was just like, okay, I need to, 
I need to step up my game a little bit more, you know, to, to be that serious, you know? Yeah. And so my, my band Thaddeus Black were, you know, it's kind of like based off of that. Cause a lot of, you know, we've done sessions together yeah, yeah, yeah. and tours and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, Oh, let's form a band. So, um, so yeah, it's just cool. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, that's the inspiration. And, Beautiful. And, um, and again, you know, living color. Yeah. 24 7 spies oh yeah. that's a, that's a, that's yeah, another yeah. desert island album yeah um, yeah soundtrack to the inf- to the innermost galaxy that's yeah. a great record it's been a while yeah been a while well that one that was their latest release oh all right yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of when i was I, I barely remember when you said that i was like oh yeah i kind of got away from me yeah but yeah for mm. real but uh those yeah. love love those guys love yeah. king's x yeah sure you know sure. um so wow yeah, it's just some great, some great stuff. I have a whole bunch of albums I would take with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or I'm not going. No. <laughs> right? He's like, uh, desert island food, lamb, lamb. I oh. love, I love lamb. Hey, and dessert, any kind of lemon dessert. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Wow, that's cool. How did you discover lamb? You my, just my mother. Hey, hey, there yeah, you go. She she started she started cooking it um, for Easter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of like, you know, during the Passover, you know, they put the blood of the lamb on the door. So death would pass by them. So that's, so she, she cooked it, you know, for for that reason. So, yeah. And you're like, hey, this is what it's all about. Yep. That's cool. Love it. Can you think of um, one show that you saw as a spectator that changed your trajectory, changed your direction? You think of one. Man, I saw so many shows. Yeah. Um, I saw so many shows. I had, the ones, the ones that stick out for me, are people like Eric Gales. Yeah. Uh, King's X. Yeah, sure. Uh, again, seeing Toto live. Yeah. You know, again, I've yeah. I've always seen videos of them, and I'm a huge fan. But to see them actually live mm-hmm. and and how serious they were playing, I was just like, ooh. Yeah. I never, yeah. I've never seen him. Oh, you got to see him. So, yeah. Oh, Robert Sput Seawright. That's the drummer. The current oh, drummer okay. For yeah. for Toto now. All right. Yeah, he. He's, they got a few it. people from from uh, Ghost Note playing. Yeah, that yeah. Band. To get into it. Yep. Um, Fish is highly underrated as a drummer. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, he Crazy. is. I, I don't know why. I can't. I, I saw them, you know, many times right off the bat, and was just like, man, he's the best. Oh, he's yeah. good at everything. Yeah. He's good at everything. Absolutely. I love the stuff that he did with Wicked Wisdom. I'd say I don't know that stuff. Yeah. That was that was a heavy metal band fronted by Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. All right. We're gonna have to get on it. I uh I before saw... before she went crazy. Oh, okay. I didn't even know she was currently crazy, but that's yeah. okay. I saw Fishbone, I don't remember how long ago it was now. It was pre pandemic, so it might have been five years ago. When they first started coming around, Chris Dowd wasn't back, but Fish was. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't even think Walt was. I, I'm trying to think of, was Walt, I think Walt was back. But it was a weird, it wasn't like, the like now it's almost OG. Yeah. Um, I heard. Ex- except I, for I, Ken, uh, 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 Kendall isn't there, obviously. Yeah. But I did see Fish in the last um five years and he it was amazing like that was why i mean i love them but that was why i went i was like i gotta see fish i right. just now that i fully understand you know and he he was great it yeah, was, that, he was flawless that was like me yeah. with bernard purdy he right. was <clears throat> he's playing when szechuan was open in harvard oh god and yeah i had to do i had to do a church service and i told him i had a family emergency <laughs> i couldn't Ooh. do the service oh boy <laughs> so i went i went to go see I, I went to it's like when I'm, I may never see him again. Yeah, so right. I got to take the opportunity. And right. I did, man. It was, yeah. He was great. Got to hang with him a little bit. So that was just. Did you see the episode I had him on here? I did not know oh, you had you him on. I got to watch it. Oh, yeah. you got to watch it. Yeah. It was killer. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that was one of those things, too. I, I got to go. I got to stop talking. <laughs> um, I love Bernard. I thought I knew Bernard. And then before he came. I did like a deep, deep dive to do research when he got here. And it's just like, there, there's so many things that we don't know Yeah, that he's, he's, it's, it's just the tip of the stuff that we think of is just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. No, I'll definitely have to have to check out that episode. That's, that's great. Yeah. It was, and he was so cool. I mean, I I was, you know, 
nervous as hell because I'm just like, you know, and it went really well. I was really, really psyched. So, yeah, check that one out. Yeah, and I also, definitely. hey, you know, I had Keith LeBlanc here too. You should check that one out. Really, You good. know, I think I will. <laughs> I heard you had him on twice. I did. I actually yeah, did. That was another one. Like once I started, I was like, I'm not going to look for another guest. I'm going to get him back because <laughs> we just, towards the end, I'm like, wait, did he just skip over seal? Like, you know, didn't even, I'm like, I got to, hold on, you know, I got to, we got to talk about that. Yeah, no, I watched, I watched both their interviews yeah. and they were great. I yeah. told him, I said, oh, I said, man, I said, I listened to both, both the, uh, the, the John Peckman podcast that you did. He, yeah, that's exactly what he did. He just laughed. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of Trevor Horn. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of knew, but not really. I'm just like, oh, all right, I, I can't. He's got to come back. Right, right, it. right. Oh, we got to get out of here. I don't want to run out. No, um, no problem. I don't want to run out. Um, no because uh, if if a card runs out, this never happened. I oh, don't want that to happen. But Chuck Peterson, come back. We're gonna do a drum roundtable. Yes, you, me, Chersky, Paul Pedro, maybe somebody else, maybe Matt Starb. We'll get. We'll get. We'll try and get a thing going. That would be. That yeah. would be tremendous. That would be really funny. That'd be tremendous. I've been watching. Um, I'm a little late to the game, but I've been watching hot ones where they eat. People eat hot wings. Celebrities eat wings <laughs> and be interviewed. I've heard about this. We got to do something. We got to come up with some routine. You know, we got to do something. Just have have a bunch of toilet paper on hand. Yeah. Oh God. All right. With that, I'm pressing the button. You ready? <laughs> All right. Chuck Peterson was finally here. Yes. It's a great thing. I appreciate you coming. Hey, thanks for having Finally, me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we got this in the books. Uh, John Packman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland. Come over the bridge, go through one set of lights, start looking left, pull a Yui, and uh, you can't miss us. Dave will tell you how to have your very own podcast right here in our studio. Come hit me up. I got a list. People are pouring in. We're going to get to everybody. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you. You got it. All right, that is all.